Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2000 meter time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today is going to be an interesting one. It's going to start off with the standard 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute and 2k plus 18. But then we're going to rest two minutes and we're going to row two minutes at 24 strokes a minute and hard. So we're thinking kind of run about 2k plus 8, 2k plus 10. Then we're going to rest another two minutes and then we're going to do one minute at 30 strokes a minute. And that is going to be at max. Okay, so it's going to be a little bit of an interesting mix up. I think it'll be one that really hits you uh, quite hard at the end, at the end. But hey, um, I'll explain more about all this kind of stuff while we start the warm-up and the main session. Anyway, so don't worry about it. So warm-up, four-minute warm-up. Please set your drag factor on your machine. Uh, put your monitor up at eye height so you don't have to look up or down. And set the foot straps so that they either cover the bottom lace on your shoe or no matter where you've put them, they allow you to kind of hinge, pivot, whatever you want to call it, properly at the front of the stroke. Okay, so four-minute warm-up at round about 18 strokes a minute. Just follow me, okay, in three. Two, one, go. There we go. Right, so you'll be either pleased or disappointed to know that this week's Sunday row was being done before my dinner. I'm quite sensible this week. After the past couple of weeks, thinking that dinner was about to arrive halfway through the row. I got the best to eat afterwards. Alright, so we're 30 seconds into the warm-up. Just have a wee think about what you're doing. Are you driving hard from the legs? Are you swinging from one o'clock at the front to eleven o'clock at the back? your back angle, your arms nice and relaxed in the front, are you making sure not only that you get your shins to vertical but also that you don't go past vertical, I don't think I've ever really said that before, it's not just about Trying to get two vertical for maximum power. It's also about not losing power by going too far. Okay, so in 10 seconds we'll do our normal take one foot out of the strap and we'll do some single leg rowing. So one more stroke. Take a foot out and just continue driving with just the one leg. This should allow a good solid elongated drive from the leg that's in. Get the right compression at the front. One more stroke here. 
one feet. Uh, yeah, so you can get nicely forward without overleaning. Open your hips up a little bit. Get a good solid drive out. Shouldn't be a huge amount slower than if you're rowing with both feet in. I'm about eight seconds slower. That's one here. Both feet in, legs almost straight. Swing your back, back and pull in with your arms. So you just snap into the catch at the front by rocking your back through your hips and pulling in. One more here. Into the front, try and drive with a straight arms and just feel that moment at the front. There, feel yourself picking up the flywheel and your core tenses. Snapping into the flywheel, the catch there and engaging as quick as possible. One more stroke. That is the key that quite a lot of people, myself included, get wrong and slows them down. Anyway, keep moving up and down the rail, have a wee drink, and I'll explain once again what we're going through today. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay, so once again, today is going to be a 30 minute row at 20 strokes a minute, and then it's around about 2k plus 18, which works out around about 6 out of 10 on your out of 10 scale. Then we're going to rest two minutes, then we're going to do two minutes hard at 24 strokes a minute. That's going to be 2k plus 8, 2k plus 10 maybe, and that'll be kind of getting up to maybe 8, 9 out of 10 on your out of 10 scale. And then we're going to rest two minutes, and then we're going to do one minute at 30 strokes a minute, and that's going to be max. So it's just going to be 2k minus whatever you can manage, hopefully, or 10 out of 10 if you're going that way, or 11 out of 10 if you're a Spinal Tap fan. All right, so let's get on with our main 30-minute starter, okay? So 20 strokes a minute, that's one stroke every three seconds. As always, keep up with me for stroke. And that's it, have one last quick drink, just while I waffle my last little bits. You ready? Okay, so in three, two, one, let's go. There we go. And we're off on another 30 minute extravaganza together. To be honest, this workout, you could always just come back to from time to time and just do this 30 minute section of it. I've said before how these low rate, longer time pieces are the bread and butter the most important things you can do. So I also realise I don't really have that many versions of this kind of role on this channel. There's, wait, there's one of me outside doing it in the sun and then 
another one at 18 inside and there's a couple of 30 minute R20s with power stroke options but not many just standard 30 minute R20 pieces so we could come back to this one and just not do the little end bits if you so fancied I must say this one with the little added bits it does change it from a just a good sloggy sweat fest as you get through the 30 minutes suddenly those sharper bits at the end turn it very spicy. Kind of like when you put too much of the wrong kind of chili in your chili. When you have a bite, it feels, tastes good, doesn't feel too hot. But then you breathe in and suddenly the back of your throat goes on fire so that's what today's row is like it's a real throat burner sets you up nicely with this half hour piece and then afterburn that's what it is an afterburn so I'm really hoping the past three and a half minutes of my waffle you've got to your pace properly you're following me stroke rate you're just powering along at 2k plus 18 so that means if you're current 2k best time is eight minutes flat then your 2k average pace is two minutes every 500 meters because four twos are eight clever john so if your 2k pace is two minutes and you're supposed to be training it 2k plus 18 right now then you should be seeing 218 on your monitor 
Now, not everybody does these sessions on a Concept 2 or on a monitor that shows you your split time per 500 meters, like I can see. I'm afraid it's down to you to work out the difference. I mean, you can try it with calories. Like what's your average calorie burn across a 2K? And then adjust that. Or you can just use my effort suggestions and just get used to starting off at whatever feels like 6 out of 10 and then hold that pace all the way to the end. Remember, it's not meant to be 6 out of 10 for the duration of the half hour. Because for me, this 2K18 or 2K plus 18 starts at 6 out of 10, but by the end, probably is more like a 7 or 8. So there's, that is an option. Or you could go down the heart rate training path. Now, I'm not the best guy to talk to about that, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm not really trained by my heart rate, I train by pace and by varying what I do. However, loads of people train in a heart rate zone, so it doesn't take much to search the internet or YouTube for people talking about UT1, UT2, um, and then anaerobic threshold and stuff. It's all very valuable if you follow the advice. However, make sure to follow the advice of someone who's a rower, not a runner or a cyclist, because thing to remember is this is a power sport you need to get the powerful leg drive out as well as aerobic capacity so you don't want to be training at the wrong end of your heart rate spectrum that doesn't allow power through the stroke, which I believe 
training with a 2K pace does give you. So for instance, today doing this at 20 strokes a minute to get 2K plus 18, you have to still put in a good powerful leg drive. But if you were only rowing at 60% of your heart rate, max heart rate, you may not be able to put in a good powerful leg drive and hold that heart rate. Look at that, 10 minutes gone already. Anyway. I mean, use heart rate as a gauge for how you're getting on through the piece. I mean, mine got up to about 120, 125, I think, within about three minutes. And I'm now, I mean, oh, sitting at 127, 128. ever since I'll try and bore you with what happens with the drift towards the end of this half hour but then so much affects your heart rate in terms of effort and hydration I mean, apart from quickly swinging down half a pint of water before climbing onto the machine today, I don't think I'm that well hydrated. Really is the one thing I just forget to to really deal with is my hydration levels. It's definitely worse right now through what with one thing and another that's <laughs> currently happening at the moment being on lockdown just thrown my training schedule right out the window so I'm not as active as I was I don't have the same routine I have when I'm at work in terms of drinking water and things and I'm certainly eating way too much and when it comes to weekends drinking way too much alcohol I know, I know some sportsmen, eh? but while I'm nursing this weird shoulder injury I just I'm kind of at 60-70% training intensity anyway and not particularly taking care of what's going on in my body which is one of the reasons why I picked this session today I saw it as the 
fitness matters workout of the week. We thought this would be a perfect one to do. Get a nice half hour fat burning section, which is what we're going through right now. But then finish off with some anaerobic race pace stuff to try and keep my eye in on the more top end stuff. So 14 minutes gone. Hope you're not drifting off pace or stroke rate or drifting away from the desire <laughs> desire to listen to me any longer. I definitely got into the habit of trying to talk the whole way through now. Especially on these longer ones. I think earlier videos could be much longer portions where I didn't say anything. So if you want me to shut up, watch either some of the older videos or some of the sprintier stuff. So I certainly don't talk in them. There you go. 15 minutes gone, halfway there on this 30 minute interval. There you go, just give me 20 seconds peace. That was nice of me. And a good thing that I always say about these low rates is you can really focus on what you're doing. You can focus on technique, you can focus on your breathing, you can focus on your drive ratio to make sure you're not flying up and down the rail. in an uncontrolled manner. You also get a chance to just focus on enjoying rowing for quite a, I mean, half an hour is still quite an extended period of time, especially if you're not used to it. Half an hour can seem like an eon. I mean, I can think of other ways to make half an hour pass nice and quick. I was about to say TV episodes, but most of them nowadays are, even the half hours are only 23 minutes. But all of it, really comes down to making you last longer and longer on the machine, either by 
making you fitter, making you stronger, lighter because you're losing weight, happier because you know that you can get through a half hour row with no bother. And hopefully through all of that, without any injuries. And that, my friend, is why I'm such a technique bore. Not about the real minutiae of a technique, but just the main core things you have to look at in the rowing stroke to try and prevent back strains or rib issues or in my case shoulder issues so I know you hear me pretty much every well definitely every row talking about technique but just in case with almost 19 minutes gone you're starting to slip and you can't quite remember the cues that you need in order to have a good safe controlled efficient technique let's just spend a few minutes just doing a bit of self-analysis on potential issues and things to focus on to try and get you back into the kind of no, thinking rut, rut's the wrong word the groove, there we go into the groove of a good stroke that hopefully you have inside you somewhere so let's go back to shins okay when you come to the front of the machine try and get your shins to vertical if you can't quite get to a vertical position at the front it could be a flexibility issue it could be that your foot stretchers are set too high and so you're literally not able to pivot forward at the front enough second one of them is easy to fix just lower the foot strap the first one if it's flexibility you basically have to teach yourself to be more flexible so way to do that is put some tape or a band around the rail the big bit here which is slightly further forward than where you can currently manage not too far forwards if you can't get your feet so your shins to vertical yet don't just measure how far you have to get in order to be at vertical and just set it there 
set it just a little bit further forward than you can manage right now. And then row a session and try and hit that point on every stroke. This is why I like using a piece of tape because a piece of tape doesn't stop you but you feel the click through the seat as you kind of roll over it. Whereas if you put like a exercise band or something on it, it will actually stop the seat and affect your stroke. And then basically just move it slightly further forward each time until you find you're able to get to vertical at the front. Simple. However, there's also the issue of going too far forwards. Because what you're doing is you're kind of coiling up a spring at the front, ready to drive hard from the legs, okay? And if you go too far forwards and over compress, you're wasting energy and the drive forces as you take your stroke could be off. Whereas from vertical shins and then slamming down the heels, you have the chance to put in maximum power. But then that's only if you have the rest of your body in the right position too. So think about as you address the front of the machine to the catch, leaning in to a one o'clock position. And when I say lean, I mean rocking forward through the hips. This isn't a bending of the back. Okay, don't do that. Wouldn't be funny if that's the thumbnail that YouTube picks this week. <laughs> anyway, so you want the forward lean, straight arms, nice and relaxed, and try and just hold that position as you slide forwards. So you're in that position now, slide forwards. In that position, slide forwards. Okay, what that stops you doing is what I do and what has caused my shoulder injury, which is I go forwards and I lean in a little bit more. Bad. Bad John. So concentrate on when you finish the stroke, push the handle away, rock forwards, and then stay in that position with no more forward lean. Then, as I said before, slam down your heels and try and keep that forward lean through the leg drive. And then as you start to come towards the end of the leg drive, swing your back into an 11 o'clock position through the hips and keep a nice powerful back at the finish. Don't slump through the lower back, which again I believe I do. 
so you have like a good tight core at the front of the stroke to transfer the power through but then also a good braced core at the finish to help your body rock forwards ready for the next stroke and like I said when you finish your pulling in with your arms try and get the handle away nice and quick over your knees before they bend and a good trick for that is whatever pace you pull your arms in at push them back out at so when I start making lightsaber noises so you go boom boom like that Okay. Don't be lazy with your arm return, which again I am. And that also helps you concentrate on trying to keep the handle nice and high on the return. I don't mean I don't mean this. But what I do mean is you don't have to do this. This is not helpful. There is an element of that that helps if you're a, on the water rower. It's about getting the oar in and out of the water, but there isn't really any value to doing it on the Concept 2 or rower machines. Other then it helps with your rhythm so don't be excessive about it but if you want to think about there's a table that thick like an inch thick that you're rowing under and then over but you're scraping the top and you're scraping underneath top underneath now if that helps you get the rhythm right then fill your boots do that if you want tiny orbital movement but not a real shin scraping right down like that okay just a light one less than two minutes to go and the last thing really to say is to keep a nice loose grip on the handle you're not trying to choke it to death having a loose grip with fingers kind of hooking over the front lets the air circulate around your hands giving them a chance to dry off and not get too sweaty and it also helps give you a little bit extra length and to transfer the power through one minute to go so remember at the end of all of this get two minutes rest and then we're going to go into two minutes at 24 strokes per minute 
around about 2K plus 8, 2K plus 10, basically whatever you consider hard compared to what you're doing right now. So if you're rowing 205 splits right now, I want you to do round about 155. Right. Heart rate. So my heart rate has snuck up to 142 by the end of this. That's interesting. Okay, two more strokes. One, two. There you go. Grab a quick drink. After a half hour at that pace, you should need a drink, so have a quick drink. Drink your drink. Don't breathe your drink. <coughs> oh dear. Uh, sorry about that. Right, move up and down the rail. If you want to continue some light rowing, just to keep everything moving, by all means do, but just don't. Don't do anything that's strenuous, okay? I still find rocking up and down like this is enough. Now what you might want to do is reseat your backside. Have a little rock, just in case it's gone numb for that from that half hour. Uh, and the and Sally, what's her name? Sally Furham. Oh, I can't remember her full name. That's terrible. But the Rowstrong uh, have a great tip for this, which is literally picking your butt up. So basically, lift your butt cheek off the seat and sit back down. Lift your butt cheek up, sit back down. Sally. Uh, anyway, check out Facebook for Row Strong and internet for Row Strong, and you'll you'll see what I'm on about. And she's it's actually called literally pick your butt up, is what she says. Well worth checking out her entire channel and stuff. She knows her stuff. Right, so in 20 seconds ish, 24 strokes a minute, two minutes, and run about 10 seconds uh, faster than you were just doing just then. Okay. In 10, nine, eight. Seven, my heart rate is down to 82 beats per minute in case you're interested. Three, two, one, go. <clears throat> so this is one stroke every two and a half seconds. A good solid drive out your legs, okay? So I'm currently 12 seconds faster than I was doing the 30 minutes at. Probably gonna pay for that by the time it comes to the one minute interval. So drive with the legs. Think about swinging your back. And don't forget to finish with a pull in with your arms. One minute to go. It's only 24 strokes. 23. It should, well, I'm not gonna put words in your mouth, but for me, 
This feels amazing. Feels effortless after the half hour row to be going 10 seconds faster. Uh, only four clicks faster for strokes per minute. Keep on going, don't ease off. You shouldn't need to. If I can talk and go 10 seconds faster, you can carry on. Three, two, last stroke. One. Yeah. There you go. That was surprisingly tasty. I didn't feel like it was too hot or chilly at all. Got a nice, pleasant glow. I'm not running for the pints of milk yet to take away the burn. I get the feeling I'm absolutely food obsessed. I don't know where I finished. I'm at 140 BPM right now anyway. And we're 40 seconds down, so must have been quite high. I wonder if I can post screenshots of crew. Hmm. Can't really do that on YouTube, can you? Can't really upload an image to support. Right, so less than a minute to go. Reseat your butt cheeks if you need to. Have a drink, keep moving, and get ready for this one minute effort here. So this is 30 strokes a minute at max, okay? So like some of the other workouts I've done, this is about just lay down everything you've got. This is your day over, as far as my training with you is concerned, unless you can load up another video. Um, but if you can do that, you're not going fast enough in this. So all I want is 30 strokes, with maximum pressure from your legs and get that, squeeze those shoulder blades back at the back of the stroke, okay? You heard me. And if you still get any power left in you, I want you to do another minute at the end for bad behavior. <laughs> right, so seven, six, come on, let's get this right. Five, four, three, two, one, go. You want to hear the machine screaming. I think about pushing it away from you. I'm going 25 seconds faster than I did before. So that's what 2K minus 7 I'm at. I'll slow down a bit. This isn't helping my shoulder, but I'm enjoying it. There we go. 2K minus 7. 8. Come on. 5. 4. 3. 2. 1. I mean, I'm not on the floor, 
a good sign. But whew, I definitely added the spice to the chili at the end. Right. Enough of that. 154 right now. Two minute cooldown. So, the point of this session wasn't about the afterburn. It wasn't meant to leave you on the floor. The real point of this session was the 30R20 at 2K plus 18. That was where all your training benefit comes from. The added spice at the end is just to make it a bit more interesting and give you a bit more exposure to trying to row fast when you're already quite tired. So that if you're trying to do a one minute time trial, you know that you've got it in you. I mean, if you look at that one minute you just did then, how far off a one minute time trial was it? Ask yourself that. Anyway, I do hope you enjoyed today's row. Please subscribe, click the little bell, comment, come say hi. I do love it. it makes me feel like I'm actually reaching people rather than just rowing and talking to myself. If you want to know more about indoor rowing, go to indoorrowinginfo.com and maybe sign up for the FMMC competition we run. If you want to know more about Fitness Matters, the lot that designed today's workout, then either check out fmrowing.com or always head to the Concept2 Indoor Rowing Hub on Facebook, which they run. Uh, good bunch of sessions to do with them. They do a four-week starter plan and stuff as well. Anyway, so that's it. We're done for today. It's another Sunday workout done. Have I just broken the fourth wall by saying it's Sunday? I talk about my dinner half the time, so can't really, I think there are no walls. There is no spoon, man. Anyway, hope you enjoyed today's workout. If you didn't enjoy it, then hopefully you got this far in seething anger, just to wait for me to say today's hashtag. Today's hashtag is hashtag afterburn. All right, thanks again. Keep safe, stay safe, keep keeping on, and keep messing up for catchphrases. Bye-bye. <laughs> for more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.